Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Uh, but I mean, I mean, it was a good turnout from the crowd. You know, the crowd was in the game until like late into the third quarter, and yeah. then we just could not stop whatever the hell Miami was throwing at us. I don't know what they were cooking, but damn, my goodness! I know the Rock is from Miami. My goodness gracious, it was ridiculous what they were cooking on offense, man. Uh, it, it was like we kind of saw it at the training camps, right? Because training camp day one, when it was team situations, the first two plays, they marched right down the field. It was a pass to the tight end for 15 yards. Then it was a catch and run by Tyreek Hill for 48. And then followed by a Jalen Petrie pick six that ignited the crowd. Then on day two... I think it was on Thursday, man, it was a tough day for the Texans offense and defense. And then when you go to see the game on Saturday, man, you know, I went to the tailgate. Shout out to the Nuff Set Tailgaters. The crowd was pretty packed. I was excited and surprised that on a preseason game that it was that it had that amount of Texans fans. But man, just a just a tough game, especially being your preseason home opener. Yeah, you never want to, man, you never want to get slapped in the face. Here's 20 points on you before, right at halftime, before halftime. I mean, the defense didn't didn't look good. I mean, it is what it is. You had a lot of, you know, your first team defense I thought was okay. Um, Could have been better, obviously. Um, Well, you know. At the end of the day, you're still playing a vanilla defense and a mm. vanilla offense. You get some cookie crumbs, and there was a few cookie crumbs in that drive with C.J. Stroud that we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it was not a great game. It, it was not. It was not enjoyable. And it was freaking hot. It was 100 and something degrees outside. It definitely does not feel like. Football weather here in H-Time, man. But before we really get into this, dude, we have to say goodbye to someone very important. Um, The Freeze has lost. Mm. And, you know, it's this up, this affects everyone so much that MLB, they put a rest in peace video tribute for The Freeze. As we all know, he was a guy that dressed up as a Freeze from The Incredibles and will somehow beat every single person. Well, he recently lost, man. Shout out to a real one, Harley. Shout out to a real one. But <laughs> he was great. Favorite freeze moment. The guy that was like cheering, thinking he was going to win. Yeah, man. And then looks behind him. You never look behind you in a race. Looks behind him. Freezes on his ass. This man, uh oh. And then cue the Scooby Doo, whatever. Slip up that he had epic fail freeze wins. That's like that's highlight freeze right there. No, but as we move back towards the Houston Texans, joint practices with the New Orleans Saints has been canceled. Both coaches, Dennis Allen and D'Amico Ryans, have decided not to hold them. Was kind of hoping to see the Saints coming to town. It was not going to be available to the public, only for the credential members of media. But, Harley, how do you feel about, you know, the joint practices being canceled? 
me, I don't really mind it, right? Fans, we're, we're now looking forward to week one against the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think the Houston Texans starters or main starters are going to be playing against the Saints this Sunday or Saturday. But I don't I don't really, you know, care that we cancel the joint practices. I don't have much care. Mm. The only thing I think about is your starters could be, you know, just facing someone different in practice. Yeah. You know, that to me is always a big deal. Uh, you, you get to face someone in a Saints defense that's pretty solid. You know, you got some some solid players on that defensive side for the New Orleans Saints. Um, I just like to see the Texans get a different look besides just themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing wrong with just looking forward to Baltimore week one. Um, you know, you're not going to get a lot of playing time, like you said, from any of these first-team guys uh, against the Saints, and we will figure out. Obviously, we all know C.J. Stroud is going to be week one quarterback, but nothing has been official. Mm. We'll figure that out against the Saints, right? When You think he, he plays? Gets, does, that's, a good, that's a great question because if he doesn't, okay, he's QB1. If he does and it's just a little bit, mm. still QB1. Yeah. You know, so D'Amico is going to sooner or later – He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to spit it out, man. Pause. He's gonna have to. I mean, <laughs> he's gonna have to, right? I yeah. Mean, sooner or later, you gotta announce that CJ Stroud is QB one. I will be very shocked if I see CJ Stroud play against the Saints, but I kind of feel like they need to, right? And as we talk about CJ Stroud's performance against the Miami Dolphins, before we get into that. Welcome, everyone, to another fire episode of Believe in the Houston Texans. We had to take a couple of days off. I and the wife were hit with the flu. It was not good. We tried it. I tried to do a couple of videos. Could not get on my voice. I had fevers on f- freaking Saturday and Sunday, dude. Man, I missed you, Harley, as we know. Shout out to the Believe in Texans. I am one part of your show, Ruben Calvillo, joined by the handsome man as ever, Harley Dugan. CJ Stroud. After a two and four, one INT against the Miami Dolphins, I'm sorry, against the New, uh, New England Patriots, follows it up with a seven of 12 for 60 yard performance against the Miami Dolphins. Was the quarterback on the drive where the Houston Texans scored their only three points? To me, three plays really stand out for CJ Stroud. One of them, that third and seven to Robert Woods, the 10 yard out route beautiful throw great route by robert woods puts it right in his face mask moves the chains that's the type of throw that gets you excited another one a little bit earlier before that play action pass to the right cj shroud on the move finds 85 noah brown a great catch that he made but an even better throw those two throws right there show you why he was the number two overall pick in this year's draft one play that won't get highlighted because it wasn't completed Right at the end of half, a screaming cornerback, C.J. Stroud evades him, moves to his left, finds Noah Brown once again going across the field, puts it right in his chest. It would have been a great catch, but Noah Brown drops it, drive ended. I like that play from C.J. Stroud. I think his command was there. He looked very comfortable behind that starting Houston Texans offensive line. I think DJ Bienemy put out a tweet out there that said they were only pressured on 20% 
of C.J. Stroud dropbacks compared to 60% last week against the New England Patriots, man. it. I said it in my video, he did everything but score. And I was impressed by what I saw, but I do need to see a little bit more. That's why I'm kind of leaning to, does he play against the Saints? Does he need to? Man, uh, a drive, two drives, I don't know, but happy with what i saw but i just need more yeah we all like to see a touchdown i thought he was going to get it when denzel perryman got that interception oh and then you had the false start oh no not the false start i'm sorry the uh set on set of downs i mean the play clock ran out so i mean that that's a growing those are, those are the growing pains of a rookie mm-hmm. quarterback in a real game D'Amico ryan's calls a timeout yeah but he let it play out and he wanted to see what was going to happen I don't. I like the move. I mm. like it. You know, hey, that's a learning mode. That's a learning curve. He's going to talk to CJ. Sloak's going to talk to him, and they're going to be like, "Hey, all right, look, we let this happen. Next time, you got to be more urgent. You got to call mm-hmm. a timeout, or we'll call the timeout for you. Like, there's got to be a lot better communication. Speaking of communication, pass to Dalton Schultz at the pylon, first pylon of the end zone. Uh, Stroud's pass goes there. Schultz is like two to three yards before it, some miscommunication there again. You know, these are learning moments. These are mm-hmm. things that he's, he's going to get better at as a rookie. He's going to progress at these things, at least we hope so. Um, the first two plays you mentioned were on my video just a few hours ago. Uh, I mean, the beautiful play-action bootleg pass mm-hmm. to Noah Brown. He's on the run, throws a dart to Darren um, and I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. 85 um, Noah Brown. Noah Brown, yeah. Right in his face um, mask. Yeah, you know, and that's where I was like, oh, okay. This is copy and paste, Gary Kubiak play. I mean, we've seen that a million times mm. with Gary Kubiak's offense. And, you know, I keep saying it over and over again, but I just get so excited mm-hmm. that we have this offense back. We know this offense works. We've seen it across the leagues. Yeah, they have different variations of it. The tea leaves are there, though. We know what works. Mm. We've seen Super Bowl winners with this type of offense. All right, so I am excited to see C.J. Stroud move forward, progress along the season with a Bobby Sloick, with this offense. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I thought he was impressive. Um, but, again, this is the number two pick in the draft. He hasn't scored a touchdown in preseason. Yeah, I would have liked to seen a touchdown. That would have eased fans a lot more. Our boy John Crumpler, he put out a tweet. Some offensive takeaways from mm-hmm. Houston, right? Harley said that this offense is going to be exciting. It reminds him of the Kubiak days. I agree. 56.3% of their plays used motion. Nico Collins ran 7 of 11 of his routes from the slot. 72.9% of their plays from 11 personnel, no plays with four wide receivers on the field. Expect a lot from Collins, Woods, Tank, and Schultz. There was no Tank Dell, and we predicted this, Harley. We said we no longer have to see Tank Dell after his very solid performance against the Pats where he showcased I could be a number one wide receiver. But seeing the rest of the wideout core, man, I wasn't really impressed, and it left a, a bad taste in my mouth. When is Nico Collins going to emerge? I would have thought uh, the game against Miami, 
no tank that I was thinking, okay, we're going to see 7 to 12 just light it up. And they had some moments, right? He did have a first down to Nico Collins, but nothing was there. Xavier Hutchinson, he had, a, you know, he had some nice grabs. John Menchie was more playing with Davis Mills. You know, Steven Sims, he had a great kickoff return. And then I think he had a drop pass, I believe. <laughs> this yeah. wide receiving core, man, you know, we are all excited for it. We see the potential. But I just think you need to go out there and get one more. The, the sad fact is when you look at the free agent list, there's no one there. It's Julio Jones. It's Jarvis Landry. It's Kenny Galladay. And those are not names that are going to excite me, right, or even – any of those wide receivers could be cut at the end of the day when we trim the 53-man roster. I just think when it comes to the wide receivers, man, we need to add one more. I just don't know how, when, or where. Yeah, when? Uh, probably not this year. Mm. It really depends. If this team is – in a perfect world, if this team is winning and everything is going good for you, mm-hmm. um, and that's in a perfect world and that's not very common – especially for the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in a perfect world, yeah, it could happen by the trade deadline where maybe you grab a top wide receiver. I think, and we all been saying it, it could happen at the end of the off season, this coming off season uh, via free agency, via trade. I don't know the free agents on top of my head, but I know a few trade scenarios, both guys that you have mentioned multiple times on your YouTube channel, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, like those two guys would be not so bad if you're looking at a number one wide receiver. Go get them now, man. Fuck it, dude. It's not a bad idea. I don't think the Bengals want to part ways with any uh, T. Higgins. I don't think they're going to want to do that. I feel like it would be a little bit easier right now to grab a Mike Evans just because what in the hell do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to do this season? Do they really believe Baker Mayfield is going to win them games and be at least competitive in every game? I don't think so. I would be upset if I'm Mike Evans. I want to win another Super Bowl. Hey, I'd like to do that. Come back here to Houston. You're from Galveston. Reunite. Texas. Southeast Texas reuniting. You know, I, I don't have no problem with it. But overall, the wide receiver group is not pretty. Mm-mm. We all know Tank Dell's wide receiver one. All right. I, now, is he going to play wide receiver one? No. He'll probably play some in the slot. Yes, Nico Collins played in the slot. I just, I still don't see him being lined up on the outside as much. Um, I still do believe Nico and Robert Woods are going to be those two guys. Mm-hmm. I could be proven wrong. Uh, according to John, hey, you're looking at Nico Collins being lined up predominantly in the slot in this preseason game. So, uh, and he kind of somewhat referenced that before the season. Shout out to Dister, Dr. Texans, Doc John Crumpler. I am a surgeon. He mentioned the Atlanta Falcons, Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, not comparing Nico Collins to Julio Jones. People don't take the words out of my mouth. Falcons fans, no, I'm not doing that. But the way he was utilizing the Mike Shanahan system, they utilized him a lot in the slot. Maybe they do similar things with Nico Collins. Mm. Fast forward to the preseason game. Oh, look at that. They're using him a lot more in the slot. No Shredamus Texans dog John Crumpler. He gets his flowers today on the show. Shout out to John Crumpler. Man, 
Just imagine Mike Evans and that Nico Collins brother were trying to fit him in. Yeah. Mike Evans, he's from Galvi, yeah. never had a season under a thousand yards. Man, yeah. you're a pro, you're a multi-time pro bowler, all pro. Come home and let's win some games, dude. I I would love for the Houston Texans to go out there and get themselves a number one wide receiver. Um, another bright spot in yesterday's game, the offensive line and it was so relieving to see because we've we've seen this Houston Texans team about 20 years now. We've know that almost never they have almost never had a good offensive line. But their display against the Miami Dolphins, I don't think a, you know a Dolphin got close to CJ Stroud. And you saw that when CJ Stroud had all the time in, he was comfortable and he was dialed in. And this is without Titus Howard, by the way. This offensive line was getting so much hate after the performance against the Pats, which it didn't have Laramie Tunsil and Shaq Mason. You know, it was kind of their message, like, relax. You know, we are the reason why this offense is going to be successful. Three of the three players on the offensive line got a three-year deal. How do you feel about the offensive line performance? I thought you said it perfectly. I thought the Houston Texans needed to showcase – the starting offensive line with C.J. Stroud. They needed to work together. They needed to have a game together. Mm-hmm. And I think he said it perfectly. It was a relax, guys. Yes. They dropped the Aaron Rodgers on you. Spelt it out for you. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. It's fine. Guess who had a great game? Kenyon Green. Mm, shout out my boy. Shout out to my boy Kenyon Green. For all you Kenyon Green haters. Oh. Number 59, showing out himself, mm. going out there, steamrolling some people. Juice doing Scruggs. Doing his thing. How about Scruggs? Scruggs being that rookie center, mm, doing his thing, being the leader of the offensive line. Yeah, LT's the leader, but who hikes the ball? Who gets everyone set? You saw that pancake block he had? Mm. Tell me about it. Mm. So, Juice Scruggs gets into the second level, grabs a hold of a Miami Dolphin, Obviously, the play is dead, but Juice Scruggs doesn't know that. He drives the Miami Dolphins defender straight into the ground, falls right on top of him. That got me excited. Juice Scruggs, this is, like you said, the leader of the offensive line, I think is going to happen sooner rather than later. When you go back and look at what he's overcome, he had to learn how to walk again, man. He broke his back, came back, taught his other offensive linemen, and I am glad that Juice Scruggs is a center here for the Houston Texans, man. He is going to get a lot of reps, and he is going to be game ready by the time he gets into his prime. The offensive line outside of, you know, of the starting out was just not good. It makes you realize that, you know, Lerming Tunsil and Shaq Mason were worth it, and this offensive line is just going to get so much better when Titus Howard gets back, and we might get him back sooner rather than later. Hey, man, he had the cast off, apparently, mm. for the week two preseason game. He's out there with his taped fingers, no cast. And he's out there, man, mm-hmm. working out, trying to do something. I think you're right. I think he's here by week one. It Did it feel like, because we were there for all of the training camps, mm-hmm. and it just felt like during the joint practice, like, Seems like Titus Howard wants to come back week one. 
because he's out there every day. He was working out with them yeah. with a cast on. Which is surprising because I'm, like, I'm not doing that if, it, you know, if I have a broken yeah. hand and just willingly being out there, you know, the entire yeah. time, which Tyrus Howard was, right? We were so used to seeing Andre Johnson with the tile over his head just on the bicycle. No, Titus Howard was with the O-line the entire time. If he could do one-on-one drills, no contact, he was doing them. And that gets you excited, right, when you, you know, when one of the players who you just paid and are expecting to have a very good season is trying his hardest to come back. And, look, as, as you know, as we talk about a broken hand, it doesn't sound like anything. But, guys, a broken hand is crazy. Yeah. And to – be back game one, ready to get it banged up again. Dude, I am excited for Titus Howard's return. Um, so more news today involving a team, not the Houston Texans. The Indianapolis Colts Man. have allowed Jonathan Taylor to seek a trade. Now, 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 now. If I'm the Houston Texans, get my pack out real quick. Get my I'm smoke smoking out. that Indianapolis pack, baby. Mm. Where do you think Jonathan Taylor goes? Miami Dolphins. Oh, that would be sexy. Because I thought they were going to get Dalvin Cook. Okay. And especially with Devon A-Chain going down for the Dolphins, sure, Salvin Ahmed look really good in that preseason game against mm-hmm. us. My goodness. He played like the whole game. I'm like, what, what are they doing? They got this guy who's, 80 who's yards. Just, I mean, come on, man. Uh, Mostert is also there, but Mostert has an, uh, a history of injuries. Mm-hmm. He's also uh, they old. lost eight chain. So, hey, I found the Dolphins. You didn't, you don't got Jalen Ramsey for almost the whole year. Why not go back and add some more star power? Take the load off of Tua Tagovailoa. Get JT. Add him into that offense. And let me see that Dolphins offense cook with Jonathan Taylor in a Kubiak-like scheme. Are you kidding me? I mean, (laughs) sign me up if I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm going all in to get JT to the Dolphins. So apparently they are seeking multiple twos or a first round pick plus extra picks. That is so good to hear. If you are the Houston Texans, this division, which we thinking is going to be weak, gets a little bit weaker. I am excited for that. Jonathan Taylor would have made the world easier for rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson, but shout out to Jim Mercer. For that horrible tweet he put a couple of months ago, we are not trading Jonathan Taylor. Not now, not in October. We haven't even hit October, man. Freezing cold takes. That man took too many lines, bro. Mm. Took one too many lines. The Houston Texans unofficial depth chart came out and C.J. Stroud listed as quarterback one. Man, I just feel like they should just announce this already, man. This kind of makes me feel like CJ Shroud might play. D'Amico has some balls. Damn it. Don't he looks scared pissed on the sideline. What's that? Oh, he looked yeah, pissed he on the sideline. He sure did. I'm sure that defense is getting chewed out. You talk about bootios? 
Mm. Yeah, D'Amico serving up some bootios for him. Mm-hmm. The Houston <laughs> Texans got absolutely destroyed on the defensive side of the ball. Xavier asked thoughts on trade number three and Grenard for Chase Young, opposite of the Terminator. Um, John, I mean, Jonathan Grenard has looked good throughout training camp, so I'm not about to. I'm not going to trade anyone away from this D'Amico defense just yet. I want to see how the talent evolves with D'Amico Ryans as the head coach. I, uh, Mr. Xavier Hall. I'd like to accept that offer. So you are willing to trade a third-round pick and Jonathan Grenard for Chase Young, who I don't think he's played a full season since he's been drafted. You know, the Houston Texans have been taking risks. Oh, my God. And Chase Young, healthy Chase Young for this year, he don't got to be Superman. You don't got to be Superman. You imagine having Batman and Superman on your team? Come on now. Come on now. Will Anderson and Chase Young? I know what Chase Young is, and I know he is a superstar, regardless mm. of injury. I'm willing to take that chance. I'm willing to take that chance. Jonathan You're willing Grenard? to see Grenard go off for 10 sacks with the commanders? Is he going to thrive in that, in that defense? Or is he going to thrive in this Texans defense? Mm. He's looked good so far. Mm. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe that 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 stove is hot for Jonathan Grenard. Mm. That's this isn't happening, by the way. Okay, um, this is all hypotheticals. But I mean, I don't. It's it's not a bad idea to think about. Um, I like the idea of grabbing a superstar that I mm. know in Chase Young and pairing him with what will be the defensive rookie of the year and Will Anderson with Sheldon Rankins and Malik Collins. Okay, that front line just got a thousand times scarier. Pair him up with defensive coach D'Amico Ryans. If he's already working with Grenard and having him improve, imagine what he could do with a Chase Young. Yes, sign me up. You know what? Sign me up, buddy. I see the vision. I see it. You know, and I like that. Okay, here's the part that I love now that we are in this situation where we think everything's going to turn a turn for the good. The thought of adding weapons to make this team a little bit better is what's exciting. So I ask you this before we do all the, you know, oh, is someone going to, like, who is going to get cut that we could pick up? But do you think the Houston Texans are looking to make a trade, make a move right before the season? Trade? No. But... If someone gets cut, that is mm-hmm. a little like, ooh, I would not doubt the Texans go take a look. Mm. I mean, when I look at the defensive line, and as much I love my boy Roy, you know mm-hmm. I love my boy Roy Lopez. It's I love big down there. Mm. But when I look at the defensive line, I'm looking at Sheldon Rankins. I'm looking at Malik Collins. I'm looking at Hassan Ridgeway. After that – not a lot of people have been super impressive. Sure, mm-hmm. Roy and Kurt Heinish had a great game against the Patriots, um, but they did not have such a hot game against the Miami Dolphins. We saw a lack of pressure mm-hmm. from that interior D-line or just the D-line in general. Um, so, you know, it's it not so good of a, 
of a, of a second showing from the interior defensive line, something that has been a highlight for me mm-hmm. as a potential struggle for this team. I could see the Texans, if there is a notable that gets cut within the interior defensive line, I could see the Texans kicking the tires and maybe signing somebody across the interior or even another linebacker. Mm. When do we cut to 53? Oh, man, I have no clue. <laughs> I was going to Google that earlier today, and I never did. Oh, well, someone in the chat, please find out when do the NFL teams have to trim their roster. Look, no, that would be exciting to add a, you know, a another defensive piece. A Sheldon Rankings in his, you know, first couple of plays didn't bite on the screen, got into the backfield. Shout out to Sheldon Rankins. Kurt Heinisch made some plays as well. Um, who else? The 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 UK player. Um, I'm blanking Ooh. on his name. Let me uh Odelay 70. Yeah. Ah oh, man, 75? Yeah, 76. yeah, uh but, n- number 75. Yeah. Forgive me if I mispronounce his name. Yeah. Adedayo Odele. Yes. From the UK. Yes. Back to back games. A sack. That's something right there. He's a part of their international player program. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was someone that John Harris uh, had highlighted to Locker and Lopez. And they didn't, they were like, I, I'm going to be honest with you, John. I don't know who that is. And John Harris was just like, you know, he wasn't saying, oh, he's going to make the team. Mm. He was just saying, hey, just take a look at this guy. He could be something. He has mm. extremely long arms. Um, that's something D'Amico is going to like to work with. He's been impressive back-to-back weeks. I don't mind it. If he has an opportunity somewhere, even besides the Texans, mm-hmm. I hope he has a, a great career somewhere, man, because he's putting out a little bit of a show now. He's got a resume. Back-to-back sacks, back-to-back weeks. Not so bad. Another player that stood out, he was taken right after, I think his name is C.J. Stroud. Um, his name is Will Anderson Jr. And he, uh-huh. Will the Terminator mm. Anderson Jr. And okay. he fucked up the running back. Mm. No which is crazy way. is after he did that, he's still able to keep his balance, right? You're going full speed. You get stopped, not stopped. You run over the running back who tries to block you. You still stay on your feet. And then you destroy the quarterback to where he fumbles the ball, but no, he stays on it. He does not give up. He's crawling, trying to get his balance, finishes the sack. Look, I know it was against the running back, but he obliterated that play. And it just goes to show you the type of explosiveness and, you know, the type of relentless mindset, if you if you will, that Will Anderson Jr. has. Getting a, one of those acronyms of the swarm mentality. Like that? There. Like that? Oh you yeah, like I did. That? I did like that little little <laughs> nugget in there. Little nugget. Well, look to all the haters, to all the whiners, to all the the bitching, the moaning, the complaining. <laughs> oh my god, we traded all these first round picks for Will Anderson. Oh my god, he's I, I've I've seen him play mm-hmm. football and he is not that. All he does is get hurries and all he does is chase the quarterback. He doesn't get sacks, dude. Get out of here, man. Where, where, where was it? Come on. 
Oh, he just blew up a running back. Well, it's not my fault that the left guard who is pulling on that play looked like a dumbass on the play, gets muddled with the rest of the defense, the Dolphins' offensive linemen. He gets muddled in there. Mm-hmm. So you tell me now, what is the difference? They're going to have a guard try to pull on a free Will Anderson. He's not going to get there in time. He's not going to get there in time. So, and let's say he does. Mm. He's going against a Will Anderson that's unblocked, going 180 miles an hour at you. He is putting that guard on his ass. That was going to get the hoe. Running back on that ass. So, regardless, Will Anderson made a hell of a play. He deserves his flowers. Mm -hmm. The man is going to be special, he's going to be a pro bowler. He will be an all-pro in his career at some point. This man is going to be absolutely special. Area 51 will be unleashed here in H-Town. You might as well buy a ticket now. Don't, don't, hey, man, don't be waving away from that train. Don't be waving away from it, man. Go ahead and get on in there. And get we've on. been telling you all this all training camp. Will mm-hmm. Anderson Jr. has been that dude for the defensive line. You could honestly say... Every other day, he has at least one or two sacks. Will Anderson Jr., as Harley said, is going to be a pro bowler, all pro. I put money on him to win defensive rookie of the year. He was plus 400. Give me that rack, man. Shout out to Will Anderson Jr. And he said it was like a dream come true. This is why I love him. He said the whole crowd cheering his name. You saw the Rock Boys in the crowd. Shout out to the Rock Boys for staying alive. But Will Anderson Jr., man, he had a great show and he had a statement play. It was also nice seeing C.J. Stroud have some nice plays as well. You could not go wrong with your number two and three overall pick. The preseason game couldn't get any worse. I had to see a freaking fan do the damn Rock Boys celebration. Shout out get to the Rock crap. Boys. Get that crap off my television screen, man. Get that. You tell me I, you weren't doing that? Hell no. Back then you weren't doing that? Hell no. That is just corny and goofy as hell. Come on, man. The you only t- time I did a Rock Boys celebration, it was that game against the Bills, the wild card. Jacob Martin gets free. It's like a fourth and 30. I'm, ah, I'm like, I'm going off, bro. <laughs> the air guitar is live in the in the Calvillo household. I am not. I'm not, man. I'm just. I just that Selly. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Get that. Get that Selly out of here, bro. Get that. Look at this man. Finna fall out of this damn chair. Get that Selly out of my darn face, man. I do not want to see it. Get it out. Do not want no rock boys. I don't want it resurrected. It's dead. And it's dead for a reason. I don't need no Lazarus pit. I don't need no Undertaker. I don't need it to be resurrected. Jacob Martin, don't even think about it. You do that, and I'm going to have Will Anderson go 180 miles an hour at you. How about that? Man, bro, this team is so, like, lame. Because that's so lame to do, you know? (laughs) You know what it reminded me of? What? Oh, it reminded me of, of the J.J. Watt Sully days. Oh, my God. He's fucking. He's fucking. I'm like, that's horrible. It was uh, the only reason I could temperament it with J.J. is just because 
at least he was like taking it to the house and getting you six every time he did something. His sellies were so corny and so ridiculous, just as bad as Jacob Martin's Rock Boys thing. That was so dumb. He made merciless. Oh, God. Jeez. Why did I see a uh, a uh, a clip of JJ Watt on the Jugs Machine? And I was like, bro, I can't stand this dude. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot stand. I just I don't I don't get your your hate for JJ Watt. I, I don't understand it. That man is a legend in Houston, and he is the best Texan Mm-mm. ever. That's number 80, man. Nah, he's number two. Yeah, no, I would say J.J. Watt's number one. You know, <laughs> you can't you know, you know, can't win three de- defensive play in the years to 20 sack seasons and not be number one. He's the best defensive player ever in the NFL. Ever in the NFL? Oh, ever. That's that's ever. that's. I would, I would, I would agree with you. Look, like I, I'm not saying I'm just gonna completely say JJ Watt is trash and he was the worst thing. No, because he's on camera, guys. <laughs> I, I respect him. I respect. <laughs> I respect the resume. Shout out to number ninety nine. Would you rather have the Rock Boys or the Archer? You can't go wrong with the Archer, man. I'm sorry. Uh, uh who's doing the Archer? CJ. <laughs> Either that or he starts grittying like Kirk Cousins did the other day at practice. <laughs> so, man was doing an old 20s, Warren 20s dance, man, from the great games. the skedaddle. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. My goodness. <laughs> we are off the rails today. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, when you get – when you only score three points in a preseason game, man, it's not a – Got slammed, dude. You you got destroyed. The you know the Texans defense. I mean, well, Denzel Perryman, fantastic first couple of plays. Yeah. Gets the yeah. INT on Tugavaloa. Not his only INT throughout training camp and the preseason. Man, Denzel Perryman has been making plays. This linebacking core, dude, is becoming a strange for the Houston Texans. Who else was a bright spot for the defense? Um, Derek Stingley. They didn't throw his way once again. The one ball they threw towards Derek Stingley's way didn't get complete. Number 24 has been shut down so far this preseason, man. I'm spreading that agenda. Oh, yeah. You know you know, I've been spreading that agenda. I, I, I do believe that Derek Stingley is a pro bowler this year, and I do believe he is dancing around that all-pro territory and i know people are like dude you are high as hell well it's because they see the videos of him getting beat in practice that's all i see in the comment section for youtube is just oh my god Derek Stingley, he can't guard nobody he's always getting killed why is he out there he's a bust you should have got sauce man what's sauce doing let me let me see them let me see them training camp highlights from sauce mm. over there getting beat by an undrafted bump how about that? Dusted huh? his ass. Dusted him. How about that? Not even step for step. At least Stingley is step for step, just a few seconds shy of getting that ball away. All right. I saw Stingley run that route mm. for the wide receiver for the Dolphins in joint practice. The man is going to be a problem. He will be better than Sauce when it's all said and done in his career. He will be better. And a lot of Texans fans are going to be eating crow. And they're going to look back at that and go, oh, well, you know what? Yeah, Derek Stanley was better than Sauce Gardner. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, 2-4 is about that. The secondary is legit. Mm. Calm down, Texans fans. Calm down. 
we got a legit secondary. It's great to be optimistic about it. It's great to talk good about things, good things about Derek Stingley. Yeah, man, it's just kind of rough when Sauce gets all pro defensive rookie of the year, you know, and that boy, that boy, man, dude, have you been watching Hard Knocks? Dude, I'm excited for the Jets. Like, just oh, excited man, to see how this fucking season goes. I, I saw the first episode, but I forgot because they did not show up to their joint practice I with saw the Buccaneers. That. I saw and I'm that. I'm like, oh, I got to watch Hard Knocks now. Apparently... Like, it, they what? had talked about it before, and the guy who reported it, like, did it in a way where it was like the Jets stood up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I think, right, they were fighting. They kept on fighting, and it was just not smart to have practice when you can't even get through a couple of plays. Yeah, that was weird, man. That's just that's just super weird. Like, I would I would be horrible if I was a fan. Oh man, it, you think about that. Mm. Let's say you and me are in there. Okay. Day one joint practice for the Dolphins. Mm. Texans don't come out. Oh, they, well, they, well, well, fuck! They did it for like thirty minutes. Well, <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. And we were like, bro, what? What is going on? The Dolphins are practicing already, and the Texans are in <laughs> in the air condition, just just sitting on their ass. <laughs> you I know, know no, like I'm for real though. I'll be they would have they would they, they would have had an earful. If Miami wouldn't have came, I would have been, bro. What the you know, you. what is going on? Exactly. So, like, I would have been like, hey man, what the hell, man? I came here to see someone hit some pads with each mm -hmm. other. Like, I'm tired of seeing the Texans hitting each other. I want to see Texas hit all on someone else, you know. So, yeah, that's that's just an odd predicament that happened there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think the uh I think the Texans get hard knocks next year. Yeah, everyone's been on that train. I know, uh, I know, old boy from the Texans fan battle wanted them this year, uh, but you know, I just I, that that wasn't ever going to happen. They don't do that for rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, rookie mm -hmm. this, rookie that. You know, you you have yourself a half decent year. Go out there mm -hmm. and win you seven games. Go out there and win you seven games, and then you're going to be on hard knocks, dude. As we look forward to week one because week one is going to be here quicker than we know it man yeah i it's getting harder not to like watch highlights of cj stroud watch highlights of this other team you know because this is probably dare i say the most anticipated week one since deshaun watson against the jags even though we knew tom savage was going to be the starter I think we yeah. see this as our our third times a charm. David Carr, Deshaun Watson, now we have CJ Stroud. We have the right coach for him. Well, we think, right? We think D'Amico Ryan is going to be the guy, but you know, when he comes up with acronyms like Swarm Man, it makes you uh it makes you believe. It makes you believe. Shout out to Massage Watson. How has he looked this preseason, man? Hmm, that's a great question. Let's be petty. Go ahead. These look like dog shit. What? Dog pound, dog shit. Shout out to the Browns. The Dirty Browns. <laughs> the Browns. That's exactly what Deshaun Watson's been doing out there. Brown in the field, man. He's not been looking good. Three interceptions to Reed Blankenship for the Eagles. 
Uh, I don't know, man. Is this a mental thing with him? Let's, I'm being, like, like, to oh, be ahead. completely honest. Okay. This is not the Deshaun Watson we know. Yeah. And I don't think he'll ever be the Deshaun Watson we saw wow. breaking the tackles wow. and finding Taiwan Jones to extend the drive. I think it's, uh, he's two years from being done. Wow. That, what a hell of a trade that would be. If he is okay, dude, I gotta see it this year. I know this is all training camp, too. At the end of the day, we can't say, Oh, well, they're only playing vanilla offense and vanilla defense for our team. Well, we gotta say it for all the other 31 other teams, you know. So, I I will say that with Deshaun and the offense, I gotta see the regular season because we're obviously, you know, lazy eye moment one eye for the Texans and the other eye for the Browns, you know. So, You, you we're obviously going to be paying attention to most of their games. I mean, if they suck, let's say they only get if they get four wins, that number one wide receiver might come sooner than you think. Marvin Harrison Jr., come down. I'll give you number 80. Fuck it. Carry the tradition. Let's do it, bro. Dude. <laughs> he, oh, he came in here and grabbed 80. And, oh. Andre goes and just gives it to him on his press conference. Just oh. got the halo music playing when Andre comes walking up. Martin Harrison's <laughs> on his knee. He knights him. Knights him so properly. You are now number 80. Wary with respect. Ooh, ooh! I I, look, I obviously I would never want to see someone else wear, wear number eighty unless they deserved it, right? Michael Irving, when he was talking about number eighty-eight, yes, Des Bryant, Michael Irving, who else wore uh, number eighty-eight? Goodness, I'm not old, so <laughs> a lot of as a tradition. I wouldn't mind that having that here in H Town, man, but. You know, obviously we are praying on the Browns' downfall. That 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 is something that, you know. Okay, bro, we play them this year. I think towards the end of the year. You talked about C.J. Stroud nailing the coffin down in the quarterback competition. C.J. Stroud, I'm throwing out a prediction here. He Oof. is gonna nail down that this trade will benefit the Houston Texans for years to come because we will be knocking them down because I am predicting a win, and I just don't think Deshaun Watson could ever recover from this. It's really hard, right? You 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 go from leading the league in passing to getting a big contract extension to crying, saying, I want to be legendary. I love Jack Easterby. I love Cal McNair, all this bull. Then you – all this – court stuff you know i'm not gonna get into it but then you get a 200 or 150 million dollar contract guaranteed do you deserve to just be ass for the rest of your career <laughs> hey man if, if that's what happens and so be it i'm a happy texan fan if that's what's gonna happen uh, i am definitely praying on the downfall of number four and the cleveland browns i am Praying for that downfall. I have no problem with it whatsoever. And that's a that's a bold prediction, man. CJ Stroud gonna put the nail in the coffin for the beneficiaries in the Houston Texans as the 
ultimate trade guys, you know, grabbing a few guys from that mm-hmm. trade. You still got a few things to do with it. I'm excited about that. That's that's a bold prediction. So years exciting, brother. And as we come to an end, there is no practice tomorrow for the Houston Texans. They have a scheduled off day. We are just looking forward to the game against the Saints this weekend. And then leading up to week one against the Baltimore Ravens. Guys, make sure you guys are following Harley on Twitter at the lead underscore Houston. Me at 713HSP. I am putting together my fantasy football roster of the gentleman who will be playing. If you guys want to get involved in that or try to get involved in that, DM one of us. We're going to try to have a live draft party the weekend before week one. So, you know, we're going to get absolutely crazy. But Harley, let them know where they can find you, brother. Find me on YouTube, anywhere on social media, at the lead underscore H-O-U. Uh, make sure you are subscribed. We're on the road to 5,000 subscribers. Mm. We're already past 4,000. We're on a got a few subscribers plus with it. Uh, I am excited. I cannot wait. I'd like to get to 5K uh, mm. before a few weeks of the season comes across, you know, and I'd like I'd like to get that milestone off my back real quick. It's been a big year, so I do appreciate everyone that has subscribed um, and checked out the channel and just appreciate everyone that came out again, met us at training camp, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Twitter guys, anyone that's just watched the channel, YouTubers. I appreciate everything, man. This is so cool to almost get to 5K. Uh, it feels surreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really thought 3K was a was the goal, and now it seems like 5K is on the mind. So uh, this is That's great. Crazy. Uh, yeah, man. To Macho Sports Flex, thoughts on Odalei? We already had our thoughts earlier. If you missed it, go ahead and check us out, man. Believe in Texans. Type in B L E A V, just mm-hmm. like that. Believe in Texans in anywhere where you stream all your podcast platforms. You can rewatch the whole episode. We absolutely would love for y'all to watch that episode. Don't skip that ad while you're at it. Don't skip that ad. <laughs> Shout out, man. And listen, Harley, bro, you deserved it, right? It was we we both. So me and Harley, we both planned to. He planned to be at three thousand five hundred yeah. by the by week one. I planned to be at six thousand by week one. And we were talking about this right before draft day. You know, I think it was the night before we were like, dude, these next two to three months, we're going to have to, you know, to grind our ass off. And I think there hasn't, I mean, for me, I could count on, you know, days on my hand where I haven't uploaded some Houston Texans content. And, you know, this didn't happen just random Harley. You know, you're there. You you, you know, you're, you're going to get it. You're going to get it sooner rather than later. Me, just type in 713 Houston Sportcast on YouTube, Twitter 713HSP. Thank you guys for being a part of today's live stream. Almost had 40 people at once in this thing, trying to get in more as the season continues. Go Houston Texans. You guys have a very blessed day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.